Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Friends of Flavor podcast with Kenny, aka Weezy Baby, the podcast about finding yourself within your friends while BSing along the way. And today we're going to do a little wedding talk and Valentine's Day, since that's kind of around the corner. Uh, We just attended Ross' best friend's wedding, so with Valentine's around the corner, I figured it'd be a good thing to talk about, kind of fresh off our minds, and um, yeah, stick around. Today's sip of the show is uh, a little Jameson and Pepsi Zero because I wanted some soda, but I'm also trying to be cautious about calorie counting, but I'm not supposed to drink alcohol anyways if I'm supposed to be that cautious. Just something light. After New Year's. It was on New Year's Day. Well, it's still after New Year's. Not technically. New Year's Day, we went to Mona and Krisha's wedding, which Mona is Ross's best friend, and I was actually friends with Mona first, and me and Christian are getting a little bit closer as friends. Their wedding was pretty nice, I thought. We had a good time. They looked like they had a good time. So, I mean, Roth was actually part of the wedding. She was the matron, matron of honor, I guess. Um, I don't know what the difference between that and... Maid of honor is someone who isn't married. Uh, Matron is someone who's already married. I didn't know that. Well, now you do. Half the battle. Did you enjoy their wedding? I did. I have never been a part of anybody's wedding before. Always wanted to be a bridesmaid, but don't really have a whole lot of friends. And the few that did get married, of course, I wasn't close enough to, you know, be a part of their wedding. I always thought that if I ever got to be a bridesmaid... It would be for Mona's wedding or my sister's wedding. That's assuming if she, you know, even includes me. Some people just like to do their friends. Just because you're related doesn't mean, like, because Mona didn't ask any of her sisters to be a bridesmaid. But she did ask her sister's kids. So it's like her nieces and a cousin. Joe asked me, which is my older brother, to be a part of his, I remember. But I forgot why he took me out. I think it. Because you made a comment that wasn't appreciated. I guess. I made some kind of comment and he might have gotten butthurt or offended and he ended up putting Andy in there, which is fine. They had an agenda. A lot of bride and groom tend to get very stressed and some people are planners and some aren't. And your brother married someone who is a planner. Therefore, she had an agenda and I think you were just joking around about I guess, doing all these duties. And then maybe he felt either offended or felt like you were, quote, unquote, too busy to be part of this wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, this is how I remember it. So they just used the excuse of like, oh, you have kids and, you know, we have family coming in town. You can just be the one to like greet them per se, I guess. But it kind of hurt my feelings at first about this. I just let it go. But um, yeah. to be honest, I don't even remember what it was all about. Originally, I wasn't even going to be a part of Mona's wedding because she told me she didn't want a bridal party. 
her wedding was going to be very small, very intimate. I mean, like maybe a hundred guests and that's literally just family and a couple of friends and coworkers because she has a really big family. But then she decided literally like two months before the wedding mm -hmm. that she wanted to have a bridal party. So when she asked me, it was funny. I um, didn't know she was serious because most people, when they ask their bridal party, they kind of do it like it's a proposal mm -hmm. or at least the girls do. And she sent me this bridesmaid proposal and it was not in her words, but it was just a like a picture you find off of Google or something like, I can't say I do without you or something like that. Will you be my bridesmaid? And I just heart the picture and I didn't say anything because I just thought she was just showing me, you know, like a random picture. Yeah. And then so she asked me, she goes, is that a yes? <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, of course. I was like, oh, was that a real question? Because most people do it in the form of like an actual gift. Like, True, but I also feel like you should have been like, hey, are you asking me to be? But to me, you're also like how you said in the past episodes, you're so not really ditzy, but you're just kind of like, you know. Well, I mean, you when you're told that you, that no one that she wasn't going to have a bridal party, you didn't think she was going to ask you to be a bridesmaid. We send each other random pictures all the time, like of just literally funny stuff, pretty stuff, just odds and end things. And she um, had, you know, we send each other wedding stuff, like what we think would be cute and stuff like that. So when she sent me that quote, you know, I didn't really think anything of it. So she's like, is that a yes? And I was like, yeah, of course, I would love to be. And so I was super honored because she could have had a lot of people be yeah. a bridesmaid and I was really glad that I got to be one of them and stand by her side, which I wish I would have given a toast because I didn't prepare one. And um, But I am actually the reason why they're even together. So, <laughs> Well, you have that. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. I didn't actually know that, that that's how she asked you to be the matron of honor. That moment in itself seems pretty, I guess, cool or like special between y'all two. Was there any other special moments or between either you or Christian that you shared or any like memorable discussions or talks that you guys had during or around the wedding? So when you're actually a part of the wedding, you're usually too busy to do anything. Most of the time, the day consists of getting ready, taking pictures and more pictures and just you know, to get that perfect shot, we had to redo a lot of things. So to be honest, like, you don't really have a lot of time to, to talk to each other. It's just, they need you here, they need you there. If I had to pick a specific moment that I shared with the bride, it would probably be when I got to put on her bracelets for before the wedding. I actually had bought her a bridal gift a few months ago and I wanted her to wear it on the wedding day. And it was just like a pearl Ronaldo bracelet. Just kind of like a represent our friendship kind of thing. Yeah, explain to people like what a Ronaldo bracelet is if they didn't know. So I just recently came across these bracelets. My friend, the bride, she actually got into it a few years ago when she first met her husband. And that was 
always something that she wanted and it was one of the first gifts he had purchased was a Ronaldo bracelet for her. I can't remember the exact one he bought, but I want to say it that one is devotion. Each each bracelet has its own meaning. Yeah. Or I guess quote unquote story behind so it. So kind of like a Pandora bracelet, each charm represents a meaning based on what the charm is. So Ronaldo makes their handcrafted bracelets. Each one is named something specific and based on the name of that, it has a little meaning to it. So I've collected think three of my own and she's got several but she's only got two that was gifted so one was gifted by her husband and then the other one was gifted by me and then the rest she found at a yard sale yeah that was the best story <laughs> she's like or i don't know if, i don't remember if you told me that or she told us that it's just like she got that one from christian and then she found like five of them at a, at a yard sale for like 20 bucks or something. They were $10 each. And yeah. these bracelets normally run anywhere from 50 to, to over $100 bucks. a piece, yeah. depending on which style it is. And so she's got a few that were marked at $10. And Okay, so back to the wedding. You were putting these bracelets on her. Yeah, so I got to put on that particular bracelet the one I gifted her, and then I also put on her gift from Christian that he bought as like a wedding gift as well. So some couples do wedding gifts to each other, and he had bought her this like real dainty gold bracelet, and so I I was the one who got to put both of those on her. So it's kind of like that moment of where the groom puts the ring on the bride, so I got to put these bracelets on her. It's almost like going to prom and you're putting a, uh, <laughs> what's it called? Um, what do they call them things? The little flower things. I forgot what they were called. I'm too old to think about prom, but remember prom anyways. I want to say, it's not a bouquet. It's a, anyways, but, um, and the photographer, you know, he captured that moment. So I have pictures of yeah, that moment. Some of the ones, yeah, we'll definitely put that on Instagram. Um, but yeah, the ones that you did share of pictures of her and you, she definitely had a very, like I said, a genuine look or, I mean, she wasn't smiling. I thought it was a bad thing, but it, it was like she was just very, like, almost, like, relieved or just, like, you know, like, I can't believe this moment's actually here and, you know, she was with you. And to me, it was very uh, intimate moment between you guys. I'm glad that you guys could actually go through that. And it might be a little off guard, but you could say something to her. About her wedding day or like if you were to give a speech to her or say some kind words what would you say like what if she's listening <laughs> well I actually sent them a really long text and I guess it would be comparable to like what a toast would have been and I don't remember word for word what I said but I had sent both of them the same message in a group chat and um just told them that I was Super honored that she chose me to stand by her side and that, you know, we have been talking about this moment since the day I introduced him. And I used to always joke to him that, you know, when he buys her a ring, he's got to buy me one too. Mm. And that I was just really happy for them and, you know, how much I've watched her grow up and, you know, become an adult. And, you know, like I'm not really the greatest with sentimental words. It kind of just hits me at weird times and and that's usually when I 
speak my mind. Like right now, I wouldn't be able to really remember what I wanted to say. But more or less, when I sent her that message, that's when she made the comment that I should have given a toast, you know, at the wedding. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't even think about it because I'm not, um, I'm really shy. So I don't really like to do public speaking. And it just wasn't something like I was comfortable with. And she also didn't mention anything about, hey, would you like to give a toast? So I didn't even think to have one prepared. But to me, it's not about, I guess, being in the spotlight or anything as long as they were aware that I felt that way. You know, that, you know, I just congratulated them and was happy for them and stuff like that. Now, I did not get to share any special moment with the groom. To be honest, we barely got to see the guys. <laughs> they kept us separated most of the time. And it probably is because of, you know. I was supposed to see the bride. Yeah. yeah. Kind of thing. I mean, I guess that's if you're super superstitious. Well, they did do, you know, the first look and stuff. There's yeah. pictures of that as well, but. I mean, the guy had to do their own thing. The girls had to do their own thing. Which I thought, like I said, I'm, I'm just now getting kind of close to Christian, so I didn't really get to share any kind of special moment with him or anything like that. I, I did wanted to do a podcast before he got married, but it just didn't work out uh, with our schedules and stuff. I did get a chance to kind of, well, I was getting food. And when I was going back to the table, I did get to pull into to his side and just say, you know, I'm so happy for you and I'm I'm glad that it's here and you know she deserves that and which like I said I've I've known Mona just as long as you maybe not as super close friends as you guys are but you know I, I would kind of like how you and Tuan were you know you like I would text her on the side and stuff about things like that with our relationship and stuff but to me like she definitely deserves someone to treat her the way she treats everyone else like she is such a kind and caring person that she needs, she deserves someone to give that love back in return to her. Mm -hmm. um, and so just spending that day with them and even us being selected to be some of the few that actually got to attend the wedding was, it meant a lot. Same thing with, you know, David's wedding, like for me to be asked to go to his wedding and even be you know a groomsman or whatever even though we didn't have to do anything because of covid yeah um, it was it was very thoughtful it's more or less for pictures and <clears throat> yeah. hers was kind of the same way like she last minute wanted to do a bridal party mainly just so that the pictures would look a little bit more complete because mm -hmm. there's only so many pictures you could take with just a bride and a groom and when you pay you know thousands of dollars <clears throat> for a photographer and you capture your special day most people have you know bridesmaids and groomsmen to kind of make it more lively so I guess in our situation it was kind of the same like they didn't really have any duties for us they just wanted us there for the pictures and yeah. you know except his groomsmen did you know they meant something because they were his three closest friends and one was his only brother that's still living so they did all mean something to him. Whereas the bride, she has a lot of friends, but a lot of them are married with little ones. And, you know, she just didn't want to be a bother. And that's the thing. That's the type of person she is. She's so willing to help people, but she doesn't like to ask for help. Yeah. And so she liked to pick, you know, she just chose people she knew that would just, that could just do it without her having to really feel like it's a burden for them. Well, even you, like being part of that group, I always asked 
you, you know, is there anything that she needs you to do and this and that? And you said that, you know, you would always ask, but, you know, she would never say what she needed from you or what she wanted you to do. And that's just the type of person she is. Yeah, she says, she's, she's like, I got it. I got it. She yeah. just doesn't want to be a bother. She knows that. You know, you and I work a lot, you know, with the restaurant and with our normal jobs. And she just knows that we're busy and she doesn't want to be a bother. So both of us went to these small, intimate weddings. I don't know if COVID wasn't around, if it would have been something bigger, which I'm pretty sure they probably would have. Because everyone wants to invite, you know, all their family and this is the big moment, this and that. But in your opinion, like, do you prefer smaller weddings like small intimate weddings or you, do you prefer a, a larger wedding like i really prefer i guess prefer is not the word like what do you think is better to you well i feel like there's pros and cons for both um up until david and michelle's wedding i have never actually been to small and intimate wedding you know most weddings are big you know it's like you're a special moment and most people wanted to invite like as many people as they can to witness this special moment because all in all it's like a really big party you know and it's supposedly only supposed to happen once right and that's what they say you know it's only you know only happened once but we all know that that's not true for some people some people but when you go into a marriage that's the thought that most people have is you know i'm only going to do it once while might as well make it big so the few weddings i've been to Throughout, you know, my adult life, um, most of them were big and I feel like as a guest, it's definitely more fun when it's big just because you have more people to mingle with. Um, you have more people that will, are willing to get on the dance floor, you know, because at any event you have your partiers and then you have your like awkward people Hmm. and so there's always going to be people who will just sit around and chit chat or just kind of people watch and then you have those who like to have a good time and you know make everything a party and I think whenever you have a big wedding you have a, a good mixture of both and when you have a lot of people that are willing to have a good time it makes the reception more fun so I would say for the ceremony part, which is the I do part, it's definitely nice to just be small and intimate because you want, you know, you want those who really do care about you to witness that moment. Um, and then you have those who are just like there for the party. Yeah. So some people do do that too. They do a separate invite, like want, you know, like some people are invited to the ceremony and the reception and some people only get invited to the reception. Yeah. Um, just because most of the time when they do the I do's, it's usually a small church or, you know, somewhere that you can only fit like, you know, 50 guests. So they're not really wanting everybody to be there. I, I get the idea of a, a big wedding too. And it's a big celebration of your big day. Yeah. And me personally, I I like the intimate wedding to me because I guess maybe I am more of a thoughtful type sentimental person like to me it's not only is it intimate for me i think it's also more meaningful for the people that you invite and like i said like even us getting invited to mona's and david's wedding it's just like 
wow, you know, you wanted to do something intimate and you invited me out of, you know, hundreds of other people you could invite for us to be selected in the few to share these moments with them. It meant a lot. And just to see them go through all that, it definitely brought a smile to my face. And I'm at after parties, after party, like you said, you can always just do yeah. something small and then throw a party. Well, that's later. why I say like, there's pros and cons to both, you know, not, I wouldn't say that I would prefer one over the other, but as a guest, like I said, it's just more fun when it's a big wedding. But when you witness um, a small intimate wedding, which is like I said, this is my second time going to a, well, I guess technically third, because my cousin Chanel had a small wedding as well. But she and I, even though we're first cousins, we weren't really close. But yeah, so intimate weddings tend to make you a little bit more sentimental. I mean, I don't know if you saw it, but I teared up whenever she was coming down the aisle and stuff like that. And there's, you know, there's like a little video of me that, you know, that, well, it's not of me, but it shows me crying in there. And there were several moments that it, I teared up every time I would look at them and stuff because it just... It, it means a lot to see your best friend or your closest friend get married, but it means that much more when you're technically the reason that they even came together. Yeah. And it just made it special that, you know, I don't like to play matchmaker, but it's, it's nice to know that like, oh, wow, you know, I set them two up and here they are getting married, you know. I get it. You get all the credit. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Christian, if you want, you can buy her a ring too. I don't care. That I've just, been trying for five years. <laughs> that just means uh, I don't have to buy it. So speaking of weddings, I know we didn't really have a wedding per se. We did do a small ceremony because Roth was pregnant and we did one more or less to save face for her mom because Asian folks are really big into you reputation. Know, reputation and how things look and this and that. So. We did a traditional ceremony when we were 18. Do you remember any of that? One, I do remember some of the pictures. One, my dad's in them, so kind of hard to look at. But I just remember us looking super young and that we should because we were 18. I do remember that day. But once again, you know, I feel like when you're in the wedding, you're just so busy, you know, that you don't really get to soak all that in. It's an... A traditional ceremony so if you're not asian it's really hard to understand how how it goes but it's just pretty much um a meet and greet for the two families and you just usually invite you know we were young so we didn't really have any friends per se we had a, you know a couple but most of the guests were our parents friends and or family members yeah. aunts and uncles and cousins Mine was, I think, definitely my brothers, and then I think Joe brought his friends. Yeah, and so the ceremony just consists of you getting blessed, you know, by a Buddhist monk, and they pretty much just, you know, in the eyes of our parents and our ancestors, you know, we would be considered a married couple, and they're just pretty much blessing you, you know, for a happy and long life type thing, and since we were 18 and we were just going through the motion, like to me, it didn't feel like it was a wedding. It just felt more like it was a ceremony for uh, my mom. And we were so young. And the most thing I do remember is just like, 
he did all that stuff. We did the ceremony. I guess they were out, you know, eating and drinking or whatever. And I didn't know what else to do. Like, so I went back to the room and I was playing Madden on the Xbox. And your mom's like, huh? Like, she came and checked her. She's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. Like, what am I supposed to do? I mean, we were 18. It's not like we could drink. Yeah. We couldn't party. So. I think I probably, like, spent that whole day cleaning or running errands or just tending to the old folks, you know. Yeah. And it, I really don't remember much except for just sitting through that chant and remember, like, looking at each other, like, when is this going to be over kind of thing. With all of that, is there anything you would have done different? Like, would you still have gone through with that just for your mom and knowing what you know now would you have ever gone through with another wedding or to me the ceremony wasn't really necessary Mm. so if i like had a do-over it's not something i feel like we had to have there's part of me that feel like i kind of wish i did have an actual wedding because i didn't have one but then there's also part of me that feels like especially whenever i talk to a friend or just anybody really that had to plan a wedding or is going through wedding planning and how stressed out they are. I'm just kind of like glad I didn't do it. Yeah. So I think that's one reason why I didn't mind ever having one either was because everybody was so stressed and this and that. One thing I kind of wish I did get to do is like, you know, like everyone had a bachelor party and this and that. Yeah, we didn't do we any. Didn't do any of that bachelor party, bachelorette party. But we were eighteen. I mean, like, yeah, what could we have do. done? Yeah. So, um, I guess if we had a do over, of course, you know, maybe have a small reception, intimate ceremony, and or got to do like the whole. Which I think our do over is going to be our vow renewal which we talked about a few times. And uh, I think our big thing is we kind of want to do a, like a couple's retreat, right? Is that something you're still kind of wanting to do or just, you just don't care any? To be honest, like I am such, like I'm not a planner. And even though like I can say like, yes, I would love to do a vow renewal with our friends. It'll probably never happen because I'm not going to plan it. Yeah. Uh, now if I took a vacation and there happened to be like a package somewhere where everyone does it, like someone does it for me and I just show up yeah, and like my few friends that want to go would just show up, like that will probably be more likely to happen. But for me to actually throw our own vowel renewal and or reception, I don't think I will. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't mind doing it, but. I guess that would be up to me then. Because <laughs> I, earlier I was also looking at places. Well, one, I looked up best couples retreat and they came up with certain things. But there's also another thing where it's like best places to renew your vows. But all that stuff looked outdated. Surprisingly, the number one place or well, was one on one site that is also very recommended in another was um, a place in California and it was just I guess it was in the mountains it's called Post Ranch Inn in California and I bet Adrian would know yeah well this, this place has no TVs no alarm clocks so you don't get distracted it just has mountains and spas and stuff like that and of course you know there's 
the Maldives, I think, was like the well, a lot place. of resorts. Yeah. Offer um, packages like that, but of course, you know, it wouldn't be listed under couples retreat or vowel. Like, yeah. It's just a resort, resort, but they will probably have like wedding packages. Well, some some of the better couples retreats places is. It is a couple's retreat. Like it's well, it's just like there's an age limit. You can only be eighteen. You know, there's no you can't bring kids. So that is kind of like to me is like yeah, they don't want any kind of child distraction. It's just an intimate place to go for adults. Yeah, know? but yeah. So with it being pretty much February next week, right? That's Valentine's to me, one of the most overrated holidays, and I. Asked you earlier, or written it down as a question to ask you, but I think you told me already, and it was just you know when, when did Valentine's, not mean anything to you, or when has it not been a big deal to you? And uh, your answer was what? It never has. <laughs> yeah, it never has. Um, I, I, and I guess maybe like when we were younger, it would be the guy who made it more of a bigger deal because. You know, as a younger guy, you're just like, eh, you're just trying to get some or whatever. And so you got to suck up to your girl. I never bought anything for Valentine's Day. Well, yeah, guys, like, that's the thing. It's like, okay, as a, as a woman, what do you give a guy? Because most of the times it's Valentine's is made for the man to buy gifts and show appreciation to, you know, their significant other or girlfriend or whatever, you know? So as a woman, like, what do you give a guy besides, you know, sex? Well, that's all I want. And sometimes that's all we need, <laughs> you know. Um, so it was never a big deal for you. And I, I think for me, like, after, even after we got married, you know, like married, married like quotation marks married, I think within the first couple of years, you know, Valentine's is still a holiday where you feel like, as a guy, it's a setup, you know? Like, if you don't do something or don't give you something, like, you're in trouble. And there there were, I'm pretty sure there were some times where, even though we would agree on something, like, oh, you don't have to get me nothing. I hate flowers anyways, or candy's a waste of money, this and that. But then, like, when you see your girlfriends at the shop get this and that, and you're just like, oh, so-and-so got this, and then now... The guy feels like a jerk because he didn't get you anything because you told him not to get him anything. We don't really do gifts anyway, I feel like. Yeah. Not just not Valentine's. Any, not now. But yeah. we, we've never really big... We were never really big on gift giving. I mean, there were moments uh, that stuck out to me, you know, when you did used to give gifts or try to make an effort and all that. One in particular for Valentine's Day was, I think, in my car you had like... A gift card and I think either I don't know if it was a chocolate rose or just some kind of rose it was like on my dashboard and then there were some like either kisses or something like that you know all along the dash so it was pretty much like a cute little setup in my car and the gift was just a gift card but it was before just before we actually got a house yeah this is I think we still live with your mom when you yeah. did this that was probably one of I don't know why, but it's like one of the Valentine's moment that stood out for me. To be honest, I, I, I tried to think about that. I was like, I don't really remember anything. I guess, one, I'm old, and so I have terrible memory now. But also, too, it's like, I feel like I've done so many, like, 
cheesy corny things yeah stuff. most of the stuff you do is it's very thoughtful it's not necessarily about the gift itself because we don't really do extravagant gifts so like i said even though the gift was just like a gift card but it was just how you gave it you know that made it fun or special or whatever but for someone you know for a teenager that was considered you know super sweet or whatever i was and still kind of am a very much uh hopeless romantic and i I'm not. Yep. No, someone's got to be. <laughs> so with Valentine's for younger couples, like, what do you think is a good gift idea for younger couples, say, late teens, 20s, early 20s, something like that? Um, definitely not the box of chocolate that they sell every year. What? You don't like Russell Stover's? <laughs> no, I do not. I think I might like one one type of chocolate in out of that whole box and i don't remember what it is but it's probably like the turtle one with caramel maybe and who knows and definitely not those stuffed animals that you can get from walgreens ferrero rochera is where it's at right? yeah that would be a good chocolate but if they if a guy had to give a girl a gift for valentine's day even though i personally am not a jewelry kind of person i always think that when you gift a girl some form of jewelry it's it lasts longer you know whether it's a necklace or earring or bracelet or whatever but what if you're a teen you can't afford it what if you're like nick down the street and he's like i can't afford jewelry i would just say like be thoughtful with your gifts so kind of like you you never gave expensive gifts but you always because i was broke exactly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you were cheap <laughs> but um but I, like I said this, it's like it's the, the thought that goes behind it so I think another thing that always stood out to me and I don't even know if it's for Valentine's Day it could be for an anniversary or my birthday or something but like you went around and we had date night at home and you just went around to all these different restaurants and picked up like my favorite things from that particular place had it all set up so because you cook me dinner all the time you making me dinner wasn't like anything out of the norm but then like you went and got crawfish from this place and you went and got I think like a like a Korean short rib plate from Shogun and you went to a Thai restaurant and got this like it was just like all kinds of different food that I like to eat and it came from different restaurants and then you just had like the spread as our dinner. I say I wouldn't do that now. Mm-hmm. Huh? I said I wouldn't do that now. Not with the Jeep. Why? There's, there's a lot of gas money, girl. <laughs> Drive all around town. Not all around town. There's some restaurants nearby. We live in Westmobile now. <laughs> but I think that would, you know, to a girl that, because it stood out to me. Do that's you, that's something think, that stuck to me too. Do you think that applies? So like my other question is like, what would you recommend for older people? So do you think these ideas could really pertain to any age oh yeah of course um but like i said i'm not a materialistic kind of girl so to me you going out spending like you know two grand on a purse a designer bag a diamond ring or whatever like yeah i mean is it nice sure because it's an expensive gift but it's it's never really something that i would love to have i would always like to me especially as a guy and I know how most guys are too. 
Valentine's or something like that. It's just one, it can't be just like a typical day, you know, like to me, it's like if you can't give anything worth that's expensive, like even if they are materialistic or whatever, to me, the best gift is always just like spoiling that person. And to me, it was hard for me to spoil you because I always felt like I already did that stuff too. You know, like, I mean, I'm not trying to sit there and brag about myself, but like, it's hard to, oh, like, I'm going to give you a nice massage tonight because I gave you that, you know, kind of on the regular, especially when you were younger because you were pregnant, you know, mm-hmm. and I felt like I had to because, you know, you, you're carrying this baby and you're doing nails at the same time till, you know, both times till you literally pop the baby out, you know? <laughs> and so to me, uh, I think that's the best idea for, you know, older or younger guys, definitely older guys because you've pretty much played your card already. So like you've played your card already. So it's like, to me, a massage, like either it's full body foot massage or just like pampering your girlfriend or spouses. It, sh- it shows that you're being thoughtful or you're caring for them, you know, and you're loving them in an extra step or extra mile than you normally do on any normal day you know and i think most girls for the most part appreciate that and i think that's why most of my gifts like when back in the day and i haven't done it too much now because i feel like i've showed you all my cards so you're not even surprised about anything i do just to do those thoughtful and meaningful things uh it, it actually shows you that you're going the extra mile and putting thought into these ideas and gifts. Also, as a female during Valentine's, if a guy does do all that stuff, do you feel obligated to have sex? I think when we were younger, I did because I knew also that that's what you expected as well. I mean, I guess it just depends on the couple and how they are with their sex life, but... I knew that, you know, you don't care about material things and that's always just something that you wanted, you know, it's just to be loved or to be wanted, I guess. But yeah, I used to, I used to feel obligated, you know, to repay with sex and I don't feel that way now. And I think you as well don't really feel that way anymore either. Um, We kind of just let happen if it happens well to to us too it's just kind of like well one we don't really celebrate valentine's day because to us it's just a normal day i mean we're older and we come home and we get tired so we don't even really do anything for real yet alone like go out to eat because that's the busiest day in restaurant business you know but yeah i mean i I agree with you too and especially now the longer you've been with someone it's just one of those things it's like you can expect it all you want, but when it's forced, then it's not as meaningful to me. And I also feel like back in the day, most of the time our date night kind of gets ruined because it doesn't end in that, you know, like when yeah. it's expected and then you don't. Like that that would determine if it was a good or bad date or something you know like the date could have been great at dinner everything was great but then you come home and you didn't have sex and all of a sudden the mood is kind of like ruined yeah yeah i i completely agree with all that and i think we've come a long way to i want to say no better (laughs) and i think that's all we have for today everybody 
if you're older and wiser, food is the way to a woman's heart for real. And maybe in her pants. So uh, spoil her with the things she loves to eat. Or if you cook really good, uh, cook her something that she loves. And with that, I hope everyone has a good Valentine's. Everyone go check out the Instagram. I will post that picture that Roth talked about that she shared with Mona. I'm trying to get more ideas of stuff to put on the egg. So stay tuned to that. Don't forget to leave a review. Spotify, Apple. Five stars, please. Not necessarily, but I would appreciate it and some feedback and with that i will say don't forget to check on your friends but more importantly don't forget to check on yourself peace bye